action. Hello and welcome to Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, a movie review podcast. We are your source for your light and heavy action nerd needs. We'll tell you what movies you should be watching as well as any other dope medias for the nerd soul. My name is Alex. My name is Khan. And, and this and he, guy over here. Yeah, he, nobody, nobody knows his name. This but. fine young gentleman over here, his name is Nikansi. Say what's up, Nikansi. Hello. <laughs> That's going to try something different today. <laughs> but a Jason impression isn't it's different. It's not this, though. It's not this. It's not Just, this. No. No. He, He'll find out. It'll be, it'll be a nice time. <laughs> what's up, guys? Jason impressions aren't new, though. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So... Today we went and watched the uh, awesome movie *Blind Spotting* by David Diggs and Raphael Casa. What did we do in life to get so many good movies in the in the past three months, dude? Seriously, it's not just movies; it's games, it's music, it's everything, it's literature. Yeah, you know what? And and the only thing that America had to do was make America great again. Uh. I hate to admit it, but that <laughs> corn-haired bastard did it. Not really. I don't. Right. <laughs> We're gonna get like <laughs> cancel subscription, cancel subscription, just left and right. No, but um, yeah, it's, there really has been a good like little line of good movies, including Sorry to Bother You, um, Blind Spotting, Ant Man, Ant Man, the Deadpool Two. Oh, and Black like, Panther. Like this year, I feel yeah. like this year has been really good stop. for Panther. everything. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really good. What else did we watch this year? We watched um, what was that creepy movie? Annihilation. Yeah, Moana. That oh, was really yeah, creepy an- too. Annihilation. But that that's been out for a long time. Yeah, there's been some crazy movies this year. <laughs> crazy <laughs> movies. Good ass movies. Been a good year, 2000 and freight teen because it's coming at you like a freight. You guys get it? No. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I thought you were making a reference to one of the weird bosses in Final Fantasy. Is Edit. It's just a train. Edit here. <laughs> Edit here. Yo, anyway, so like I said, we are a movie review podcast. If you can't tell, we don't just get on here and banter. We love movies. Yes, we love movies, and we come and review them for you guys. But we also... In addition to that, we bring you some good medias for y'all to be beep boop checking out. Um, so, you guys have any good recommendations oh, for this week? Definitely, lots of good recommendations. Uh, I've got a lot of just random. I feel little tidbits to recommend, but you know, you I want to try something different for you, Con. Uh, I want to give you a gamer's corner. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when it comes to your recommendation, <laughs> I feel like we should just get we should, we're just gonna call it Gamers Corner. What do you think? Well, see, the thing is that I have lots of things to talk about that aren't just games, but I do take the most passion for games. I was gonna say, no. you know what I mean? That that'd be like the the gamers' uh, like favorite part of the podcast, right? The hopefully, reason why they come here. Hopefully, hopefully, the reason people come to the stream is. F- because I get to hang out with you guys and be more interesting than just my stream. I think so, man. I think they listen to that. Like, do you have games that you want to, like, enough to call it a gamer's corner today? 
I don't know, but let's see where I can go with it. Because let's start with Monster Hunter World is coming out next week, and that is amazing. And, and by coming out next week, I mean it's going to come out on the PC. It's been out for about, I want to say, six months, give or take, for PS4. And Monster Hunter is a really, really beloved franchise already. It's weird to think that Capcom doesn't think that it will do well outside of Japan, whereas... People are importing it constantly anyways, so whenever we get a, quote, Western release, which includes Europe, even though they're the, they're the far side of the world now, right? Um, it is really, really important for games to do well, because otherwise we don't get more, like, more ports, and they don't see the benefit to, you know, localizing that stuff, and to be fair, localization requires a lot a lot a lot of extra effort because take a take like little red riding hood as like a just random story right now how do you translate that and still get all of the same or at least similar morals into a completely different language including scripture like how do you reference certain things um and on top of that there's also how are people in different regions of the world going to react to you know certain phrases and stuff being used right so like a great example for pc gaming getting more um western releases or just western releases in general is that uh Nikonsi has been re- recommending pretty consistently i mean i can go i don't know how many episodes but he's he's been digging the yakuza series and yakuza uh came out with a couple of the ports on pc and those are doing really well mm. So outside of that, there's also fighting games. There's so many fighting games in, you know, just in the world. And we only get a couple of them in the United States and Western releases. And in fact, the worst part is that Europe gets the slowest release for those. Right. And that leads me into the next segment of this year's Evo. Evo is this the like the world championship biggest tournament for fighting games oh really i didn't know they held those so they i know that they hold call of duty right tournaments yeah. and they also do like for fighting games like any one particular game in this case uh well, this the year thing, the the thing that i i went on a bit of a tangent there because i was so excited about it but mm-hmm. the thing I, with the localization that i was talking about is um going back a second you can edit all that. Sure. <laughs> uh, the localization just, again, it takes so much to get just straight up like language and references. Um, there's a whole book series that they've been showcasing. At, I've been mentioning it before. The Speed Game, uh, the Games Done Quick series mm-hmm. of marathons. They actually have been promoting a couple of books. I don't have the full name, but basically it's... Uh, it's just a book of like really random lines taken from scripts and then they show you this is why this was incredibly difficult to translate because if you just put it into google translate it doesn't make any sense uh it'd be something like something as simple as the name miracle and cloud in japanese they add a couple extra syllables being like mirakuru and kurado you know, like it just—it's the same word, but it just doesn't, you know, write correctly, and it's weirder there. 
Um, so that's enough about the localization thing. Right. right. Going back to fighting games and just great games in general, Evo is the culmination of all of these different tournament games. Mm-hmm. So uh, for the longest time, there are definitely show like showcase turn uh, showcased games. So like, there's always a Capcom game. There's a, uh, a couple of like King of, like King of Fighters, Street Fighter um, are pretty staple up there. They've had Killer Instinct as well, and anime fighters from Arc System Works like Guilty Gear, which I've we've talked about before, and Blaze Blue as well. And so. That's what's going down over there. Yeah. Okay. So again, Evo has been one of the longest standing uh, tournament series, mm-hmm. as well as it is the biggest tournament of the year. That's dope. Where, like, again, it's world championship level, and this takes place in Las Vegas. Yo, so let me ask you this: do they do they come in with like, um, like the new game of of the year, and that's kind of like the. Um, like the centerpiece, right? You know what I mean. Like generally the, speaking, the main tournament. That's uh, they will pick up. I want to say at least six games to be on the main stage. Okay, that's the thing. Is like how many? Like how long do these games have to be released? So it it doesn't matter. It doesn't have it to really, be that it, year. Yeah, it really doesn't matter how long. It's but kind of like a popularity thing. It, but generally speaking, it's going to be the most recent game. In, oh, the, okay. in the series. So, for example, what what games do you think will be up there this year on the well, top? Well, they've six? already they've already done. They're they're finishing up today. I think today is the third or fourth day of the turn uh, of the tournament oh, okay. because it's that many people. So, what was the? Um, and I believe on the main series of Evo. Mm-hmm. So you know how big Street Fighter is. Yes. You know how big Marvel vs. Capcom is. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the first year without Marvel vs. Capcom. On main stage. Whoa. That's how yeah. like good the new games are that have been coming That's out. That's also how bad Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is by the competitive community. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's on the main stage this year, this is bonkers to me. is because I'm such a big fan of Arc System Works, not just because what Nikonsi introduced me to, but also just playing more of their games. <laughs> yeah. Is this is the anime mother... In- Evo, there is Guilty Gear is on the main stage, which right. is the newest. The newest version is Guilty Gear Xard. Now, it's not that it's not been on the main stage before, but it's that DBFZ completely outtrumped Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite for the main slot. Yes, that's Dragon, dope. Dragon Ball for the win. Not, it's not just because Dragon Ball is like a, you know approachable by to- so many different fans, but it's also yeah. because the underlying systems in Infinite end up not doing well for a competitive community. Uh, a lot of the stuff that's really abusable is not fun to play against and it's not fun to play as. And it's not oh, you like know, kind of like the epitome of the down kick over and over until you knock somebody out. Yeah. Those kinds of things. Yeah. So that's why well well that's cool. So is is Dragon Ball has Dragon Ball Z like a fighter game ever gotten up to the top six? This is uh to be fair. Uh-huh the selection process is somewhat somewhat shady in that i have no like i i personally am not a part of that selection process you, know? you think you think that but it's like maybe they, it's spawn the sponsors kind of have a hand in it 
yeah, the guys who run Evo uh-huh. and have been doing it for years are freaking Capcom fanboys. Oh, so shit. when I say like this is big, it's because as Capcom fan fanboys, mm-hmm. they finally were like, no, Marvel vs. Capcom is not worthy of being on main stage. That's insane. Right? That's crazy. So DBFZ, uh-huh. all of the systems go into the game well. The game is relatively well balanced because like I've been talking before, it's really easy to jump into the game because you recognize these characters. You want to play as these characters. The controls are simple enough. But that doesn't mean that it lacks depth. That's right. the thing. Depth isn't always necessarily equal to complex. And that's where Marvel vs. Capcom seemed to fail this year mm-hmm. is that the game is not complex and it's not deep enough for most people also the character deep, selection do you mean like like visually or you mean like the i mean like the 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 way that the game is is right basically you the, you're the side to side are you talking about like no, no i'm talking screen? i'm talking about strategy and how oh. you hit your buttons I'm, I'm basically comparing checkers to chess okay nobody will tell you that checkers is not a deep game right and it is definitely much easier to get into than chess. chess. Yeah. But chess isn't that hard to get into. If you're playing against people your level, it's actually more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're playing against people who are beyond your level, it's not fun. No more fun. Yeah. Right? So it keeps Whereas, you pretty competitive. Yeah. So That's you, cool, man. So again, depth of game doesn't necessarily have to mean complexity of game. Because again, checkers is a very deep game. You can do a lot of things in that game, but no, but Not you're, but you're saying what, what happened with Capcom was that, just the lack of depth. Yeah. Um, cool. So, okay, so we got um, we got DB, DBFC DBZ was on main DBFC stage. And uh, I'm still salty about this, but I will still, you know, let it through, is that Smash got both, I'm pretty sure Smash got both of their games on, on uh, main stage this year, which is <laughs> Melee and Smash 4. Oh, that's um, sick. Uh, Melee is great. Yeah. But a surprising new game that um, this this ended up on main stage the last couple of years mm-hmm. too is uh, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue. I've been cool. on main stage yeah. as an anime fan. So Arc System Works has had their hand in Evo for this entire Evo. They've mm. got they've got DBFZ, they've got Guilty Gear, they've got Blaze Blue, and the best part is is that they have a fourth game, Blaze Blue Tag. I am a huge fan of that. Blaze Blue tag. I think I mentioned it in a couple episodes before. Is Blaze Blue um, another of their another of Arc System Works games is called Undernight in Birth. Really anime name, by the way. They they the extended versions of Undernight in Birth are like Undernight in Birth Extreme, Undernight in Birth Execute Late, like <laughs> just like what what E X E X Late. You, so it's O'Neill, O'Neill A, O'Neill A, uh, like <laughs> it continues on. So there's those two games. Um, and Persona had a fighting game series as well, also by Arc System Works. That is their, they have some of their cast in that Blaze Blue Tag game. Mm-hmm. And this is the real thing that's been actually, I think, getting a lot of Western audience hooked is Rooster Teeth had a series called Ruby that I know a lot of people like. And it's just it's it's fun. A lot of people also dislike it for different things, but it's a it's a popular enough series, and they got characters into the game as well. Okay, so there's four different franchises in Blaze Blue Tag. <laughs> got it. That's crazy, man. Um, well, that's that's super dope. So we're day three of Evo. 
and that's kind of and there's fighters, just f- fighter games, lovers, fighting game tournament. Like if you're if you're ever considering yourself a fighting game fan and you haven't actually checked out Evo, you so need to check see out that Evo. level every year. What this around this time in the July, summer, August, yeah. Cool, man. Well, um, what else do you got? You got anything that else was, for us? Before that was we... a really big gamer corner, I think, just me ranting about Evo. So before <laughs> that, I wanted to say, uh, I don't remember when that came out, but um, I think it's pronounced Churches, but it uses a V instead of a U. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday Campanella put out a single together, and it's really, really dope. I'm going to look it up right now. And then also... Church is the, the band, right? Yeah, churches. Yeah. With a V instead of a V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go look at it. And then also, uh, I don't remember when he put it out, but Taylor Bennett, Chance the Rapper's brother, also oh. put out another single. And I really, really like those. Sick, man. So check it, keep an eye out for churches. Mm-hmm. Um, whoa, 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 where is it? Whoa. The the Churches and Wednesday Campanella single is called Out of My Head. And the Taylor Bennett one is Be Yourself. Sick. Cool. But there's six singles on this other one, and there's only one on the other one, so I have to check it out again, because I guess he released it as an EP. Dope. All right. Um, what you got for us, Nkansi? Uh, this past two weeks has been a busy, busy time for music. We have Denzel Curry's new album, TA-1300. I'm not exactly sure how you say that album title. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Miller, Swimming. Uh, we Ooh. also have Nori, 5E. Uh, Jaron Benton, Yuck Fu. Jaden Smith, Sire, The Electric Album. Oh, shit. He put out another one? It's a remix album. Oh, that's okay. going to be He just dope. flips it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. YG, Stay Dangerous, and Travis Scott's new album, Astro World. Dang. All of those. Cool. I am honestly upset that I forgot about the new Travis Scott album. If Thank you for reminding well, you've me. You've been listening to it with me. <laughs> I, I know. That's but what I've been playing in the car. I know, but that was like, I, that, like that was one of those like in my head. It's like, wait, You're I like, know oh, this. I got one more, but which one is it? <laughs> no, yeah. no, not to recommend. Just like I, I, I have to do so much homework. <laughs> the, the album that I listened to the most so far is probably Denzel Curry. I've been listening to it all week. Yeah, and phenomenal album. There's a couple songs that I would that totally skip, but. Uh, his 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 verses are amazing. Yeah, like, sick. Yeah, cool, man. Like, pull it up on rapgenius.com and then read it while you listen to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do that when I drive home. Nah, you don't, don't do listen it. To the don't do it. What? Yeah, oh, don't do it. Why? Don't die. Oh, sh- oh, oh yeah, because you can't read and, and drive. You, at you the can't same read time. and drive. At this- Wait, there's no law against that, is there? I mean, technically. That's the... Nah, I still I won't risk it. I <laughs> just, won't risk it. Just, just in case. Call Patty. Yeah. And listen to the music and, and have, have her, her rap- read it. Okay. Or no, have her rap it. That have her works rap better. It. Yeah. Patty. At the same you know what? time. I'm not even gonna listen so, to the song. Like, rap karaoke. I'm just, just have gonna Patty have yeah. Rap it. Yeah. Have that, her rap it. Okay. That perfect. works perfectly. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, we solved that one. Bland. <laughs> what? What? Uh. <laughs> anything else you got on there for us to to listen to? Seven albums wasn't enough. I think 
you prov- i'm sorry <laughs> seven uh, okay okay that was very this aggressive. is this is the order you should listen to it in okay okay Kay. i like that okay uh first go ahead and listen to well if you're it, if you're driving if you're driving but not not reading if you're driving go ahead and listen to travis scott astral world okay uh if you're driving you can also listen to if you're relaxing and driving <laughs> go ahead and listen to jaden smith's sire the electric album oh i gotta listen to that one uh if you are driving and on a mission go ahead and listen to denzel curry ta 1300 uh if you are driving and you're a little angry go ahead and listen to yg stay dangerous okay uh if you are driving and still kind of angry go ahead and listen to jaren benton yuck fu if you are driving and you want like a classic hip-hop lesson from an og go ahead and listen to nori 5e all right and if you are driving and kind of want to chill kind of feel sad kind of feel lonely but want to be happy but you're in the middle of something whoa go ahead and listen to mac miller swimming jesus i want to pause and say that you don't have to do any of this while driving but you should do it conveniently while driving i also want to pause and (laughs) ask for you guys to give me the credit that i deserve as an editor because I actually took Nikonti's As You Are Driving and just multiplied it and put it at the beginning of all the beginnings of those uh, uh, album so, recommendations. Yeah, if it sounds a little monotone, it's because it's actually the same clip. It's the same clip over and over. <laughs> that, and That's I thought, amazing. I thought I did pretty good. Wait, cut it, cut it here. Ad, edit here. Okay. If you are driving... <laughs> Oh, what? How did you do that? I know. I'm Magic telling you, Magic again? Yep. Wait, do it one more time. Say something. You mean like that? <laughs> if you are driving. Yep. I did oh. it again. Just put it right in. That's good. It's like sprinkling. Man. It's like pepper. You know, you pepper it in. Master editor. You know, I've been practicing. Uh, can I do my recommendations? Yeah. No. Yeah, do it. No. Apologies. No, I'm going to fill in the rest of these recommendations with more recommendations on recommendations and recommending other people to recommend things. That sounds like you. a waterfall. I'm just <laughs> going to give you guys a few. Uh, I got around to watching Mob Psycho. Yes, finally. Dude. 100. You love Mob so Psycho much. 100. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mob Psycho 100 is just Oh, I don't know, man. I think it made it up to my top three immediately. <laughs> it is so dope. It's got like this cool style that makes it like completely distinct from anything else that you're going to run into out there right now, honestly. Um, so it, it follows the story of this kid who is basically he, he's a psychic he has psychic powers he's able to see evil spirits and and before you stop me and you're like uh yu yu Hakusho, uh bleach no chill bro it's this guy. <laughs> it's hilarious dude and it's just a different take the dude is just a psychic and he kind of hates his powers and because he doesn't know how to be he's like socially awkward and then he has like this brother who's like the polar opposite of him and you just kind of go through the journey of Mob is the main character's name, coming to terms with his psychic powers and who he is as a person, 
and his brother, I, I, I can't remember his name. Junior. We're going to call him Junior. I am um, his brother. Kind <laughs> of getting out of his, coming out of his shell because because he was afraid of his brother, his older brother with these psychic powers. He kind of put on this fake persona of like this perfect student, this popular member of student council. And he kind of comes into his own and accepts that his brother is the way that he is and that he's the way that he is. So it's really... I am. It's... <laughs> yeah, the, the Junior is, is actually the character in, in the I'm anime. the character in every anime. He is. I found his name. What's his name? Ritsu Kageyama. That was... Ritsu. Beautiful. Ritsu. Ritsu. Uh, Kageyama. No, 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 no. Ritsu Kageyama. Ritsu Kageyama. That's better. Is that good? All yes, right. that's better. I actually clipped a Japanese man's uh, voice reading that and put it <laughs> where I said it. Watch me do it again. Ritsu Kageyama. Oh, that was good. Yeah. That's even better. Over. If I try to do it, it'll come out like this. Ritsu Kageyama. I still put the clip in <laughs> when I was going to say it because I'm too embarrassed for people to hear it. The beauty is that I am I am using my psychic powers to visually see Alex going into manga mode where it's just like, <laughs> Ritsu Kageyama. It's just like a big <laughs> freaking comic strip background comes up behind me. Um, and if we're if you're wondering what background it is, it's actually Ichigo's uh, sword. Um, um, building scape. Anyway, hmm. go check out Mob Psycho 100. Again, super dope, super hilarious. Yo, I'm laughing pretty hard at some of these jokes. And just the fight scenes. What the fuck? These things right? are amazing. Well, you know who it was made by, right? No, who was it made by? The creator of One Punch Man. Oh, makes so much sense. It's so fluid. It's so, like high production and and the way that the fight goes it just i don't know it just flows it's, yeah it's fire it's 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 fantastic and it's it's just so visually like insane so check that shit out uh any other recommendations you guys have for for today yeah, another album let's okay but i just want to pause yeah, for a do? second yes this is a very important do we ever album figure out what's going on with the um thing because uh my buddy dr hippo was like yeah it's weird it's only going one ear and the other ear is a completely different set of voices oh we're on mono that's why okay yeah i still yeah we still need to figure out didn't you figure it out the other day no 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 because when we were, <laughs> when we were trying to figure it out, figure it out uh, <laughs> no 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 no. no no so <laughs> when we were trying to figure it out last time i remember checking it out we ran into the problem of if we set it up one way our headphones don't work if we set it up another way the recording doesn't um capture correctly and then we set it up a third way and we get what's happening right now and we settle on this oh okay you're right um yeah, sorry, bro. We're we're gonna get it figured out for the next Twitch. We appreciate you Ho hanging tight. Hopefully, one of these days I'll be non incompetent. That's <laughs> that was a double negative, right? <laughs> non incompetent. Non incompetent. Yeah, non yeah. Non incompetent. No, that was right. That's yeah. grammatically correct. Okay. No, Good yeah, job. I think you did okay. All right. Nikansi, um, you have one more album that you wanted to recommend? Yes. The internet. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Hive Mind. I I just hit, I just heard a single on one of the uh, Spotify radios, and I totally haven't Shit checked is out the fire. album. Play that album. Sick. I will Listen check it to out. That one. Guys, I'm gonna put a picture of the list while you're driving. <laughs> while, you're, while you're driving. <laughs> that was me clipping my voice into it. Um, I'll put up the list of these albums in order. How you should be listening to. <laughs> While you're no, driving, you just, you just need to put yeah. like everything in like parentheses, like while driving, but this, yeah, these, a hundred percent. But so you guys can go check them out on Spotify. I'll put some of those uh, albums and songs up on our story, so you can just get little snippets of that. That's always fun to do. I've got one rec- one more recommendation before more? we get into the rest of the things. This okay, is so much homework. You better have it done by next podcast. This. Okay, but I'm recommending this just because I haven't actually had the money to buy it, okay? White Sand is a graphic novel, I've told you this before, oh, by yeah. Brandon Sanderson. I have the first one digitally, and I went to Barnes & Nobles, and I was like, oh, wait, I wonder if they have any new graphic novels. Because Giles' theme goes with everything. Um, and I went over there, and I was like, oh, these are hardback graphic novels. I wonder what the, that is. That looks familiar. Let me go and touch it gently. And then once you got done fondling your penis in the mirror, you found white sand. White sand. (laughs) (laughs) I found white sand volume two. Oh, right, right. So white sand volume two came out and I, that's a $25 graphic novel that I don't have money for right now, but God, I need to, I need to read it. Dang, dude, that sounds dope. We are consistently recommending Brandon Sanderson because we are fanboys. Yeah. I mean, that's what the podcast's subtitle is, is Hidden Shadows of the Secret Chamber, chamber, quote, fanboys. Yes. And you know how we've been talking about how Brandon Sanderson writes Mm -hmm. so that we can see everything that's happening? Yes. You just get to see everything in those panels. Oh, like, that's so amazing. Insane. <laughs> I'm going to have to check it out. Brandon Sanders, Sanderson, White Sand, graphic novel. Um, see it in your panels. Yes. Uh, so let's get into the review, guys. Thank you for hanging on and getting <laughs> to the review. We watched Blind Spotting today. Actually, y'all watched it yesterday, and I watched it today in the movie theater again. In my favorite spot in Theater 15. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, what'd you guys think? Well, I have to, I have to say, there's something magic about Theater 15. <laughs> it really, the AC's just right. And you can always. It, it seems like every single row of seats gets a hit by the ACs. Yeah. Yep. And then I got my little butt grooves in the chair. Ooh, and I'm just ooh. like, are these my butt grooves? Somebody's been sitting in my gut, my butt grooves. <laughs> ooh, child. Anyway, blind spotting. Brilliant movie is just beyond brilliant. Like, I it's, it's like, oh, go ahead. No, man, you go, uh, you do it. My bad. Just, Ooh, I'm contain myself. It, there. <laughs> it, it talks about so many different things all at the same time, and there's no real antagonist because they actually take the time to show you a bunch of different, different, you know, facets of what's going on. Man, that's a every good point. single character in that movie is complex with the. With the only non-complex characters being the spoiler alert, the like, the one, uh, the house party scene. Oh yeah, but like 
even then that's not like those are side those are like incredibly minor characters because all of our main characters are on you get to see a completely other complex side of the story that's going on now can i can i mention something um that that i was really experiencing through throughout the movie that i know they did on purpose they were aiming for this and that was the the peer the, the pressure and the anxiety that you were feeling with uh Colin's character oh. of him getting in trouble during that those last 3 days of probation and it just seemed like there was and and I watched the interview that they did with uh Trevor Noah on the Daily Show and what he was saying is that literally being on probation feels like they have a bunch of traps set for you so that you can just be thrown back in jail and that's what this felt like. Every corner that he turned, there was a fucking trap set there to put him right back in jail. And I was like stressed. Even when they said like, uh, l- let's just go to the, you know, the company party that we got the invite to. I was like, no, don't go. Something bad's going to happen. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was worried, man. But they they illustrated that so well that it is very eye opening. You know, right. to know what somebody is who's just trying to get back on the right track and just get through this time that they had to serve. What's crazy? How stressful it is. Is that it also tackles a lot of social anxiety mm-hmm. through doing that because it's not just, to be fair, it's not just convicts who have to deal with, like, I don't want to get in trouble. Right. You know, they, they take a moment to talk about, um, in a couple of the scenes, it's just like they they grew up in the hood. Yeah, you know, o- Oakland is going through gentrification, which, by the way, is, long story short, is just bringing things to upper middle class. Hipsters are moving in, guys. Hipsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, another, th- uh, like again, they talk about that and they show it in lots of different ways. A lot of the shots are really, really personal. They show you with like a lot of the things with having Collins and uh, Miles in focus to show you like these two really are they've been best friends they've grown up in the hood since they were 11 they're like 28 or something like that right dude they seem like bros or like cousins like really yeah. close cousins and then it's crazy. I mean he go Miles goes over to Collins house and calls her mom yeah like that's already like a look we've been We've been friends forever. Dude, and what was kind of refreshing about that is that you didn't see ethnicity. It was like a white guy and a black dude. But you were just like, these guys are cousins or brothers. Well, that brings me into the next thing, which is the movie is called Blind Spotting. And I already knew when they showed the vase face, vases, the vasing. I forget what the, (laughs) the joke was in that bit. But when they showed that, I already knew about that, uh, that like image in that test and i that's how i knew that that's where we were going and then the more we watched the movie i realized oh it builds up into like one of the final scenes the the big pro fight and that it's important you know they both have been growing up again in in the hood and the thing is is that the reason that uh miles is such a complex but relatable character is because he is suddenly the minority in black America. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about that because they had that well 
Yeah, they had that big fight at at that heated emotional argument, mm-hmm. um, and one was kind of like you know, Colin was kind of voicing his frustrations about how, dude, like you don't. <laughs> You don't understand, like you're out here, like you're trying to be the 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 black guy who's always getting in trouble, who's always getting oppressed. You're trying to be that person, but when I don't want to be that person, you know what I mean. But I am. Yeah, you that, know what I mean. I'm trying to be the opposite of that person, and and I, I really like that because he was really trying to. It, it brought into light the struggles that Colin has been going through and how upset it makes him that miles is out there he's doing all the bad things being ignorant yeah Yeah, he's doing all the bad things but he's he doesn't understand because he's not getting in trouble for doing the bad things and colin isn't and he's getting in trouble it was very complex it was yeah it was insane i'm trying to explain it it's not it's not working (laughs) at the same time he was uh he was just mad because because since his town was uh, bringing in more hipsters, mm-hmm. and even it, that that same hipster had a tattoo, just like him on his neck. That's so fantastic! But that pissed me off personally too. I was just <laughs> oh, he, he was mad because he, when people see him, even new people see him, he is perceived as a hipster. But he's been living that his life like that from the very beginning and not changing it. Because it's the popular thing to do. Yeah, and now he was just born in that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. But then he's seeing other people that are hipsters coming in and trying to act like him, and then that's where he was like, "It confuses me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It confuses everybody's perception of me, which messes with my perception of myself. Because this is who I really am, but then everybody else makes it look fake." Yeah. And that's so why now, he got pissed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Again, that this, was a great breakdown. Thank you, dude. This, I couldn't yeah. <laughs> get that shit out. That's hard. And I think that's the really cool thing about this, this entire movie. This movie is really, really complex. Like It's yeah. like Nikansi said. The, he, he has his own, you know, he has trouble pers- uh, identifying himself. And like I was saying earlier, he's the minority in black Black America, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like he had to be tough. He wasn't yeah. doing it to just just know, to be, be obnoxious yeah. or to be cool or it was not. He had to be he had to be tough or else he'd just be taken advantage of or yeah. you know fucked with. And again, the, the I really like they designed Miles like character like when they were writing the script to be this really complex, but also you can trust this guy. And then he's, you can tell, like, throughout the whole movie, he's just trying to do right by his family. He's trying to do right by his hood. So, if that's, we're, if that's we're why, going by the... That's why everybody likes g Easy. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically g Easy and Mac Miller. Um, no, the cool thing about this is, you know, staying on the, on, the, on the theme of, you know, seeing things one way when it's actually a different way, right? Mm-hmm. In staying that way, me personally, I had that experience, and that's beautiful because even watching the trailer and watching at least first half of the movie, I was like, nah, I don't like Miles. He's got to be the bad guy. He's got to be the one who is just going to get fuck 
Colin's life up. I don't like this guy. And like then you get to see the other side of him when that big fight went down and when he had that moment with his wife where he was just really like, you, just, you could just tell the guilt that he felt and the kind of realization that he came to of what his best friend was going through. And you you get it. You're like, nah, I mean, he, this is the situation that he was born into. He wasn't trying to fuck Colin's life. It's just his reality. Mm-hmm. That's it's, what he knows. And at the same time, when Colin was like, okay, call me the N-word. <laughs> call, call, and then he's like, no, I don't like. Collins was trying to make a point that even even how you feel right now, mm-hmm. it's that's which is normal feeling. That's how you feel, but you can never really understand what it's like to be me. Yep, you can't. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't have to go through these pressures. I get in trouble for everything when I'm doing nothing. Yeah. And you are out here doing crazy stuff. I'm trying to keep us safe because we're best friends. Yeah. But because your skin is different than mine, everybody's perception is different. Yeah. Nobody, you don't, you don't have to go through the same shit that I do. So it's crazy. Um, but, you know, aside from, aside from that, we can get right back into it. Um, the movie was, <laughs> was very easily digested though you know what i mean it was a bro comedy right it definitely was that it was hilarious i was it laughing was funny. so hard at it some was. points um and and you just kind of you, you kind of go through the journey of these guys like all right they're close and and they have to go through something right like mm-hmm that gets them closer together at the end of the day man i i at the end of it the the movie i really liked miles i they made you really connect with those two main characters it's crazy man and you were just like okay i'm in yep Mm -hmm. i'm i'm in for the ride you know what i think when when they had the gun scene (laughs) in the the first scene where they pop like six guns out (laughs) and colin is like what the fuck miles you know I only got three more days of probation. What the fuck? <laughs> and then Miles is like, oh, can I get this one? Well, where did you get? Ooh, that's a nice one. <laughs> All right. And in a weird way, in a weird sense, like like I was really invested in this, but like I think that's what they did. They got you really invested. What really made you forgive him was literally the moment when he was drinking the green juice. <laughs> and, he, and he's like you know what that's actually not that yeah. bad <laughs> and he's just some weird way you're like okay all right miles you're you're my boy again it's really cool man this movie is dope um shit, i love man. the movie i love this movie this movie's really great i oh, thought man david david diggs who 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 played colin and rafael casa who played miles did fantastic job they i'm pretty sure they co-wrote the script um they started in 2009 yeah Yeah. and uh the the thing is is that i I keep talking about how complex these things are is because personally i relate you you, they make it like you said you can relate to both characters pretty easily yeah um i'm not going to say that i'm the worst hood rat in my friends but like (laughs) When it comes to like the list of things that you and your homies do together, 
you're always you're always at some point going to be Miles or Colin. You're either going to be like full in like, yo, let's go do something fucking stupid. Let's have a yeah. great time. Yeah. Or you're going to be like that. That's the stupidest shit you done said today. Why would we go do that? Why would we <laughs> yeah, go? Yeah, it's so like, true. That is so true, man. Yeah, I think that was um uh that was definitely me and my cousin growing up. And the other thing is that it. How long was the movie again? Uh, hour and 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even that long because we've had lots of long movies. We like have. Um, but the last two. Uh-huh. But like this movie in the hour and, and 35 minutes brings you through the entire three days of such a long term, like long term friendship. But you get to so immediately invested in like, no, you're part of the you're part of the friendship. You've it's been crazy. in this situation where. On the outside looking in, sometimes you'll be you'll or you're going to be in a toxic relationship. Yeah, and there's no doubt about it that Miles, at that particular point, was toxic for Colin because he's getting into trouble. He's trying to do things, but he doesn't mean to. But he is doing things. Yeah, and Colin's trying to finish probation without getting into any trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, at another another level of this, like just crazy complex character is. Uh, with Col- the way Colin feels about police extends not just to the, like the black community, but to like most colored communities. Like you, a lot of people grow up scared of the cops. Yeah, no, I felt I felt that fear before, and I mean, you're just not really doing anything wrong, but you just look like you're walking you through just the look ghetto, like a hood rat, and you're Mexican, <laughs> and they're just they're just watching you, like, yeah. hey, just fuck up, and man. They do I so can't many wait. Scenes. Ooh, I can't wait for you to fuck up. And the way they designed those shots and those scenes, I already was, I already felt like, I always, I already feel that anxiety. Yeah. But those scenes build up so much more anxiety and tension in realizing, like, you're you're seeing things and you're thinking about things subliminally without really even wondering what's going on like yeah he's he's just hanging outside the um the store and most of the time you'll see a cop you'll see the cop car and maybe you won't think twice about it but then they're outside of the you know the the liquor store and and miles's house and it's like i'm not trying to get in trouble that there's a cop car i just saw basically a murder the other day yeah (laughs) like but then that's still more of a like you don't understand the full context of things and yet at the same time it's incredibly brutal to shoot a man who's running away for his life apparently unarmed four times who's like screaming don't shoot yeah yeah it's um it's cool, man. They did a really good job of uh, of portraying that and, and making you almost relive or, you know, kind of feel those feelings again that you might have already gone through. Mm-hmm. So I thought, again, it it was a really, like, easily digested movie. It was funny. It was emotional. It was warm. And it, and it has a good, me- uh, good message. But it was done in such a way that I think a lot of people, like not just like the black community, a lot of people are going to be able to relate to it. So I thought it was really dope. And even for um, people that might not be able to relate to it, it gives perspective. Yeah. Like you can, because of the camera work you and the just the way it was directed, you can feel the anxiety of the main character. Yeah. Which you can 
kind of put yourself in their shoes because of how well this movie is you made. literally yeah man you you are literally uh on some levels in suspense as to like is fuck is he gonna Mm-hmm. Like is, is probation gonna be ruined and he's gonna be thrown back in jail like at I, every turn? I want everybody to watch this movie. I don't want to give away the ending. Nah, but uh, I do like how you start to see um, the cops' perspective just a little bit, and and the consequences. Yeah, mm-hmm. the consequences of what of what happens yeah they yeah. did a really they, good job they, of that they re- they really did and and of course the, this is uh we're not going to spoil this um we're going to leave it out um do you guys feel like getting into your number ratings one second before that yeah hi ovic <laughs> and then actually soundtrack can we talk about the they both have done music stuff before this uh, from what and- i hear yeah rafael uh mm-hmm. Casal had a recording studio. And David Diggs actually performed as Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. And again, his one of his best friends is Raphael what Casal? Casal. Casal. Uh and there's they've gotta been, you know, messing around with music beforehand because since two thousand and ten. Like yeah. They've been making like, music together. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So what I was getting into is the freestyle scenes just walking through the street that's so relatable and that was just f- that you can you can relate to having that kind of fun of just like coming up with stupid lines yeah. back and forth with your buddy yeah and then the actual music that ended up going through in the slam poetry leads me into they put out uh an ep written and kind of showcasing like from colin's perspective and they also have plans to do one on on miles on miles perspective and oh, they have a really third cool. one planned called the town oh that's dope As in, like, this is oakland that's cool man um i can't wait to listen to uh to the one that they put out for uh colin date david or, diggs they, they already did it's on the uh, it's on david spotify. Diggs. Spotify. it's on spotify what is it called this is colin this is Colin. I, I'm pretty EP. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was really cool because they were really getting into like the whole Oakland vibe and what's going on out there and mm. what kind of what's kind of going on. How much like culture and 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 just the community that is out there. So and they're really like obviously they've been working on music for so long. They they've been doing they they been working on this script uh there's like a tidbit um in one of the tracks or at the, like the end of the tracks it might be the outro for the this is calling the ep where uh you can hear david talk about how he is in a position of power to like really talk about things he doesn't have time to make like quote bad music or poppy music he's using it to like deliver a pretty straightforward message yeah no, super dope. Um, guys, I, honestly, I can rant about this the whole time, the whole night. 9-11, never forget. That's my rating. <laughs> I'm going to give it a, a 9 out of 10 as yeah. well. Nine, <laughs> definitely a 9 out of 10. Yes. Yeah, uh, super dope, man. Great, great movie. Everybody on screen was totally relatable. Even the, oh man, spoiler alert, but like the gun scene, that doesn't just happen in Oakland. That happens all over the world, you know. That's yeah. one of those like 
Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a big uh, gun scene with uh, with with uh, Miles's family. So, um, yeah, man, and and again, like it, it, was, it was it was emotional, man. I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> I had to wipe a few thug tears away before the lights came on. You don't wipe away thug tears; they run away. You're right. <laughs> You're right. They but they left like a stream, so I had to kind of you know. Speaking get of thug tears, that end scene. <laughs> man powerful man it's and again it's just, it's just it's not in a sad way it's in a in a heartwarming way like hey, hey these two homies you know um they're gonna be all right so um another good movie about friendship yes we only oh yeah yeah another one we we're have doing a lot it of good movies. that's our theme um Friendship. what else do you guys want to say on it i think i think that's pretty it pretty yeah, much it for that I think that sums it up we're not going to do any i mean unless you guys have any but i wasn't planning on doing any what the fuck moments or uh no um badass moments no, that was good if there is one badass moment for me it was the fight between miles and that one guy at the party that was a pretty cool fight. That but was. That see, was a good see, fight scene. It I was. guess we need to talk about fight there's scenes. There's one fight uh, scene. <laughs> there's actually there's multiple there's fight scenes. There's like three. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I know there's. I feel like there's more than two. Well, that's, that's the thing. When Colin fights Miles' kid, that's adorable. That shit was adorable. That was a good that's one. relatable that too. That was adorable. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Sean! What uh, you doing? <laughs> some good editing right there. Colin, the the reason why he went to jail, yes, that was a, that was a hilarious. Yeah, that was but that, funny. You were, but at the same time, you're like, oh shit, yeah. Like, people That's, really got fucked up. This see, is like this is real this fight is, scenes. Yeah. I want to take a moment to talk about how the movie's theme is the blind spot, like that test. You can only see one or the other until you, and sometimes you'll see the whole picture but even then you're only recognizing one or the other thing right they do that so often throughout the movie yeah it's really cool okay you're talking about badass moment with miles and i'm like that's a what the fuck moment for me because miles dials it up to 11 he kind of does like and i get i get the reason why he does it but at the same time there's just no stopping somebody at at 11 yeah. And then he pulls out the gun and it's a what the fuck fuck moment. Yeah. It it definitely gets serious and again it's one of those anxiety moments that you're having for Colin. So, and the uh, and the other one is is the original fight, the one that got him sent to got him sent to jail. Yeah. That's also a like what the fuck. Yeah, man, <laughs> that boy turns it up to 11. It's like there's no levels in between for that guy. And again, he asked you, right? I guess because of his, his circumstances. Uh, or or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Y'all watch the movie the thing that, and you decide. Yeah. The thing that's really annoying for me to think about is that, you know, that I'm not saying that the original party, white, white party boy, you know, who got him sent to jail didn't deserve some punishment, but like. I still don't think he got off easy. <laughs> no, he definitely did like, not. <laughs> and he really was just trying to help his friend. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 Um, cool, guys. Do you guys want to plug anything? I just want to keep ranting about how it affected me psychologically. Like, I still say, fuck Val. Like... <laughs> I get where she's coming from, but fuck Val. Yeah, I'm not feeling her. I, I she didn't visit like, Colin once. 
that was yeah that's not okay yeah what do you do though man as a as a as a but girlfriend she did help him out she, that's the when thing he got out see that's the thing so you the, see her the in two lights she's not simply fuck that ex you know what i mean it's yeah. not as simple as that but she still says some messed up stuff in the film yeah. she did yeah. say some messed up stuff um and it's and it's really difficult to but but you know what i mean when you see your significant other in a certain light and then you see him kind of show this other side that you didn't know they had which is like beating somebody to a bloody pulp I, that's traumatizing man i mean I, mm-hmm. I i think that it must have been really hard for her to invest in this person and now this person does something and almost spits on the time and energy and love that you gave into them and just fucks up and goes to jail so but there's you can kind of see the anger that she might have had as to why she didn't do that but even but then on the other side she still loves him so when he comes out She's like, all right, like I still, you can see the feelings are still there. She still cares about the dude. But again, this is why this movie is so complex is because we had an hour and 30 minutes, 35 minutes to go through all of the range of emotions for all the actors. Yeah, every scene is pivotal. It's insane. I can't picture uh, the movie missing any part of those scenes. Listen, David and David Diggs and Rafael Casal keep making movies, man. Right, you guys fucking nailed it out of the park. Like, again, this, <laughs> I, I keep going back to it because it, it, it's, it, it's amazing. Literally, it's brilliant. Like, yes, I don't like Val, and I can also see where she's coming from. Yeah, but like the first, like I understood the movie was called Blind Spotting, but I didn't get it until they showed that first, the first scene with him getting his, his dreads and helping her study, and I was like, no, I know that test. I, I mean, like, I know that image. No. Oh. Ah. That was my that was my click moment of, like, I'm in for the ride. I know where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is crazy because you're kind of mad with Val for a second at Colin. I mean, I'm After still... After you see it. I'm still bitter thinking it, about... Like, she's not disloyal, but that's, again, that's another moment of weakness. Well, yeah. Well, what I'm saying then, is, like, that you're mm-hmm. still you're, you're still mad at Colin with Val right. after you see him, like, beat down that guy. And then, and then you see, you hear her go too far and hurt Colin's feelings. Right? Yeah. And you're like, but, yeah, hey, hold on, Colin. Yo, Val, chill. You know, you... You can be upset, but you, you, you're being hurtful now. And that's kind of the crazy part mm-hmm. that they just nailed, man. The, you, you don't even right? think about it. You don't even think about it. Your, your, your emotions you're just, just pivot. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Whoa. They just pivot. And, and um, again, if you, guys, if you guys watch this movie and you got homies who watch this movie, sit down and talk about it because – you're, you're gonna relate you can relate to everything you can relate to everything and yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna really i think it's worth discussing and exploring uh the things that were presented that's what we're doing in this movie now. this is why we're doing it <laughs> but it's such a fantastic conversation and again the best part about this movie is how easy it was to digest because at the end of the day it's still just like a bro comedy 
with like a good message kind of you know dealing with the racial uh mm. violence that's going out there between uh just know, every, the, yeah. yeah the <laughs> ghetto and and the police um but yeah man uh thank we've, you we've had a very long discussion we rant very long yes end of this podcast so and so yeah for sure go go check out um our instagram our instagram right hstsc33 um facebook we're at hit just hidden shadows of the secret chamber and uh you can email it uh email us if you guys have any movie suggestions or just thoughts if you want to like have maybe some of your thoughts read from um you the last movie that we reviewed on facebook we yeah and facebook. you know maybe we'll go through and we'll bring some of the comments that we found interesting that we'd like to talk about and then last but not least go check out uh blind spotter blind spot blind spotting blind spotter my bad blind spotting you said it you said it, you said it twice <laughs> blind spotting he just wants to get me and you clicked. go see blind spotting so thank you, you nikanti like, and check out blind spotting's uh this is colin ep yes that's and what i'm listening to on the ride home strap in for the other two eps that they're gonna come out with you know what guys i'm actually gonna listen to that while driving and uh that's uh that's how that's gonna go guys blind so, spotting the colin ep that's hell what it's yeah called. all right guys and make sure again that you do it while driving guys this has been hidden shadows of the secret chamber on twitch.tv forward slash cookie ninja carve we are we forgot to plug it we forgot to plug the stream even though that's what they're here for anyway. we out while driving <laughs> <laughs> uh.